This is the Talent, Sales, and Scale Show. We're talking about the nine um, best practices, as you said, but you're talking third-party validation, but also change management. And change management is where good ideas go to die. Um, that's huh. the, the right, the cemetery of ROI for projects. So um, uncover that a little bit more. Let's tease that out to where we can get a roadmap on tying Love that it. into this. Yeah. So uh, th- th- if you think about it, what you just said is incredibly powerful and I've never framed it or thought about it that way. So every executive listening knows what you just said is true and they've seen their best ideas die. Um, and they've seen other good ideas that they realized later or somebody else took to market and had massive success with it. Uh, well, the, the science of change, behavioral science points to how a specific pattern of, of the way all human beings change. Well, that is by definition what sales and marketing should be expert at. How do we take Brian and convince him that the product or service that Brian's buying today could be not the right thing to use. And how do we convince Brian to change his behavior, his pattern of buying, his pattern of use, his pattern of technology, of bit large CapEx, whatever it is, how do we convince him, right? So if we're not experts in the patterns of behavioral change and understand in a codified way how to break down behavioral change, then we are incredibly inefficient, ineffective, marketers and salespeople and executives. So I, you know, Brian, you've got some expertise in helping people hire, um, particularly around sales. And uh, I've got some free help I'm gonna offer at the the end of our conversation about how to hire marketing, uh, because most people hire marketers that are craftsmen. They're, which is fine. Craft is really important. That's like saying, if, she, if we said craft is not important, that's like saying, you know what? Be sloppy communicators. Just don't worry about it. Well, that's ridiculous. None of us want sloppy communicators. We all throw away the resume that has a typo in the top line, right? That's sloppy communications. So, but, but when you hire a marketer, you should be looking for somebody who can answer this first question. Tell me how our buyers, tell me the process our buyers go through in the, in the process of buying our, whatever this thing is you sell, tell me what all buyers go through the stages, which we would call a pipeline report in sales and marketing. But if your marketer can't say, well, here's, here's the steps everybody goes through and here's the needs. And this is the key. This is where the nine best practices come in. The needs of the buyer are different at every step. So most craft marketers are really great at creating awareness. Like, hey, this thing exists, right? That's not the big problem. A lot of marketers in today's world are good at saying, hey, somebody comes to your website, now let's get them to convert, right? We got a lead. Okay, that's boring to me. Like, that's not where the money's made. That's not where revenue growth comes from. Revenue growth comes from understanding what happens next. And six of the best practices work after you have the lead and they require sales and marketing to be coordinated. If you're hiring a marketing leader that can't understand there's different needs of the buyer at different steps of the journey, you're hiring the wrong marketing leadership. If you're hiring an agency that can't do this, you're hiring the wrong marketing leadership. What you're gonna do is spend a bunch of money and this is the most common problem we see. Most money is spent way too soon in the the buyer's journey 
we spend all of our money on advertising, the trade show, the website, lead conversion technology to do all that stuff. And now we're middle of the funnel. Sales doesn't have support and it, and it fails. All that money you just spent in the wrong place. It's not all in the wrong place. We never say, hey, take get rid of the front of the pipeline, the support there. We just say, pull some of it back, reserve some of it. Because what if you closed the deals? You already lead, you already know the leads. You already know the people who you want to sell to. Yeah, Save so some me, money and time. Let me there. stop you here. Let me let me start that. I'm a, oh, here. I can't, Brian. I'm on like right. a freight train. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right. So let's get yeah. So let's hit. Um, let's lay out in bullet point format as bullet point as you can, please. The the nine um, best practices, and then I want to dive down uh, a little bit more deeply into those and and tease out a couple of the, these key pieces because you're talking about change management, and it seems like your foundation is in and around change management. So I always, uh, you know, my audience is probably sick of me saying this, but here it goes again. Um, I always look at sales. You can, leadership, management, um, teaching, all of that requires a change in behavior, right? Because how do you know learning has happened? It's whenever a change in behavior occurs. And that's what we're asking people to do. The biggest competitor out there is status quo. And so my understanding, and this is where I'm asking you on this, Sean, my understanding, and I don't know where the statistic comes from, so it might be made up like so many others, but my understanding is that 75% of all um, projects die, they fail, I don't know if that stat is true. You seem to know this, but you know, have you heard that before? Is that right? Yeah, I would say it's eighty percent. But okay. I mean, who cares? If I'm right or you're wrong, who cares? It's the there's a there's a body of data that says that's true, and it's very interesting. So we, uh, I'm going to focus my comments on sales and marketing because that's my expertise. Um, now, it, it is true in in anything, whether it's the adoption of uh, how many people have. Uh, had a new CRM put in and sales doesn't use it, right? I mean, that's just, that's a new behavior. Um, and one thing that's really critical and a look at this pipeline point of view is understanding, I mentioned the agencies that are good at getting traffic to a website and converting a lead. Um, and then what happens with that lead? Well, what, what the person's doing, what the human being is doing there in that process is they're looking backward at their past behavior as much as they're looking forward at a potential change. And if we as sales and marketing people don't understand that in the process of change, all of our buyers are considering the status quo, we would call it the science would point to that as looking backward. And I can't, I would dare you to look at your website today and tell me if your website acknowledges or anything in your sales and marketing communications and planning acknowledges to the buyer that you might want to consider doing things the same way because that's not what we're focused on but we've got to i call it centricity we've got to be focused on what the buyer's thinking about they're the one going through the change not us they we've got a preconceived outcome which is our product and service because we've worked hard we've built this up it's a good tool uh, but they don't have that so one of their consideration sets is looking backward if you don't have a plan and this is that marketing leadership that should be saying this to you. If you don't have a plan for that buyer to be looking backward, status quo, leave things the way, because there's no risk in that for them in their organization. Now, they may not grow, they may not change, but 
the status quo may be acceptable. They may have received bonuses for the last five quarters. Why should I even listen to any change? I just got, did you hear me? I just got bonuses for the last five quarters. That's a powerful motivator. So early stage that. Now, the other part of that, this important behavioral science says at the point right before we buy a new product or service, the behavioral science would say right before we actually make the steps to lose weight, actually decide to do whatever the, the person quit smoking, whatever the change is, 80% of the people are retreating, not considering retreating. 80% of the people are retreating back to the point where they're contemplating the change again. So we're looking at this late stage deal. We're looking at this pipeline. We're, we've already got projections. The CFO is looking at two quarters down the road when the revenue is going to hit. And we're not acknowledging that 80% of these people are going to retreat to the contemplation stage. So knowing that the best practices can help people make that change that they need to make. Okay. Well, one more stat, the same 80%, your customers, your current customers that you're counting on their revenue. They also, the science tells me 80% of them are contemplating a change, which is going all the way back. So you've got to have plans. A solid marketer has got to have plans um, from sales and marketing to understand what to do.